You're listening to the One Two Three Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Monday afternoon. Let's turn to our very first topic and guest of the week. Now, this afternoon, we're talking with artist Violetta Camarasi about her upcoming exhibition, which is called The Infinite Story, where visitors will be invited to play a game in creating their own stories. And this exhibition will be running from the 15th all the way through to the 16th at Senseless Art Studio in Portland Street in Prince Edward. And I'm really delighted to be joined by Violetta this afternoon. Welcome to the program and Hi, thank Noreen. you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We are live this afternoon uh, on Facebook as well. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. So I'd like to invite our listeners uh, to be viewers this afternoon as well. So maybe Violetta, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Uh, what do you do and, and who are you? What a tough question, always. <laughs> it is hard to talk about. Yes. It is. Um, well, I'm a communicator. So I've worked as a journalist, uh, also as a communication consultant. Uh, I also lecture at Chinese University of Hong Kong. So a lot of uh, work related to words. So I've worked a lot with words. So in the last seven years, I've been exploring other ways of communicating that don't involve words or not so much. Yeah. And that's what I do through, through art. How did you sort of fall into art then? Was it something that you'd always enjoyed growing up or was it something that you discovered recently? No, it was a surprise. It was a surprise. I was in a, in a moment in my life where I was exploring and I was trying to, to see other ways of being myself. And I discovered I loved drawing and painting. And then I started doing sculpture as well. Sculpture as well, <laughs> wow. Yeah, and it was, I just discovered that it was a whole, it opened a whole new way of thinking, of doing, and also of, of communicating ideas. Yeah. Had you sort of been surrounded by artist friends that sort of you saw other people were doing it, or was it just sort of exploring it and thinking, oh, I enjoyed art as well? Um, I've always been interested in art, but always as a, as a, as a reader or as an um, audience in any, of any kind of art. Um, but I never thought of myself as someone that could actually create art, uh, which uh, is still very surprising. <laughs> You're so humble. I, I saw some of the art pieces that you created uh, for this exhibition. It's really cool. And we'll, we'll hear more about sort of the medium you chose. So tell us a little bit more about your exhibition, The Infinite Story. What is it about? Well, not sure about calling it an exhibition, but that's the word we use, right? Um, we could also use other ways of uh, explaining, like an experiment or a game. I like that. Uh, so it's it's more playful. It's more playful. It's more fun, right? Um, um, so the idea is that um, I'm going to be displaying my work, uh, a specific set of 24 pictures that I drew in on a certain moment in, within a certain context. So they are all connected. And then what I didn't do is I didn't actually put them together in a sort of um, page layout. Because I think I was more uh, thinking of creating some sort of graphic story or graphic poem because it was not so specific. It was more abstract. And then I, I just leave it open. So when people arrive at the exhibition, they are invited to move the panels around and combine them to create meaning. 
Growing up, did you enjoy comics or graphic novels? Did you enjoy reading that form of media, uh, that form of storytelling? Yes, I always loved comics, and uh, now they call it graphic novels. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's more, it's fancier, and uh, but the the reason why it is called graphic novels now is because it has been explored, it has been pushed, the medium has been pushed to to places where nobody thought it could get right, like really like using comics to. To tell a, to a tell story. serious stories, deep stories, more like com that can be compared to uh, literature work and also journalism. Absolutely, yeah. Because growing up, I think comics was something that you you'd read, but it wasn't really so quote unquote academic, and I mean, it wasn't frowned upon. But people, you know, it wasn't exactly the type of book that teachers would encourage you to to get out of the library. It was something that you read in your spare time. But nowadays, there are a lot of different stories um, in this area. And it's great because there's something about the storytelling via the different panels that really help your mind connect things. Um, and it's quite amazing. So I'm, I'm glad growing up you also uh, mm -hmm. enjoyed reading it. So what do these stories tell us? What does your drawing tell us? And what, what inspired it? Was it something that was inspired in the last year? And what was happening around us yes it was um so like many other people i was feeling ashes um, 2020 old months from march to uh, december and that's the time where i was um I, I created these drawings i was spending a lot of time in puyo beach where i i live nearby so um which is lucky a privilege <laughs> i know <laughs> um so um the drawings were created from a place of exploring my relationship with the li different creatures that live in the in the beach, which I always like to observe. Um, What's and your especially like one the, to the crabs, oh, yes. because there are so many crabs, and every time you try to observe them, they they are very ready to run away and, and hide in they their know. holes, right? Yes. So my first thought was like, wow, these crabs are really scared of me. And then I said, wait, I'm also hiding in my hole. And that's probably what we are all doing in this uh, pandemic times, right? Like we are all um, hiding in our holes, hoping that that will protect us. Yeah. And how did the art sort of this art and art in general help um, lessen your anxiety? Because it's something that we, we, everybody, you know, we speak to, whether it's on the program or sort of off air, there is some level of anxiety that's been induced by the pandemic. How, mm -hmm. how did art help you? Well, um, I'm not sure how to answer that question. For sure, probably it will. It, it did, um, like many, everything we do to cope, right? Um, but probably there's something specific about it. And it's the, uh, when I was doing these drawings and I was uh, kind of like following my plan to, to end up creating some sort of uh, graphic story, more like a conventional <laughs> kind of thing. And then I thought I was I probably the solitude I was feeling more like the loneliness I was feeling not that I was alone, no? mm -hmm. but I was thinking a lot about my family, how I couldn't visit them. I'm from Spain. So all my family is in Spain. How are they doing? Uh, everyone is fine. Good. Everyone is fine. We're lucky. Like it's there's everything is okay. But still, right? Like at that time, um, there was a lot of, of um, concern, uncertainty, and yes. uncertainty, these things. Um, so I think when I decided to not close the, not not do not finish the story and just leave the panels open and the options open and then invite other people to, 
to combine them in different ways and then see what happened, it was maybe a way of um, asking people to play with me. And I was planning to do this online first. Oh, wow. And what made you just sort of change your mind? Well, I suppose the restrictions are now okay, so you don't have to do it online. And it's nice to... Well, the true story is that I tried online and it didn't work. (laughs) Maybe I didn't try hard enough. Well, no. I tried a little bit and it didn't work at all. So I said, I just let it, I just put the idea in a drawer and let it rest. That's how things work sometimes. But I always had it. I want to do something with that. I want to do something with that. And now the opportunity came and Rachel Smith very kindly um rachel smith is the artist behind scentless arts Great and art yes. studio um i've been working with her I, I i have sessions with her in which uh, she helps me develop my ideas and execute which is very important sometimes we, we need that push um, and she's great, and she just suggested we should have an exhibition. So she's making this the first exhibition after many, many months um, of uh, when well, she still uses the studio in many other ways, but it's going to be the first exhibition after many months of of Quietness. social distancing, yes. Social distancing and before, you know. Yes, of course. Um, well, so congratulations to you both. Uh, a, a new beginning. Um, and perhaps, like you said just now, maybe the online thing didn't work because people also miss the human interaction. And there's just so mm. much sort of, maybe everybody's all zoomed out and everybody doesn't want to face a screen. People just want to maybe come out and, and play. Um, what's interesting is, according uh, to, to, to your art, is that these are all Chinese ink paint ink drawing tell us about that did had you used this medium before is it something new for you um it's not new it's it's um as i see it it's quite a basic medium uh, for when when you start drawing and also in comics of course i the, the trick is using markers these days right but i find that ink is more fun yeah, it's more fun. It has more. Li- it's it's alive. So it has. Um, you have to go with it. Yeah, and if you make a mistake, you have to just sort of, like you yeah. said, it's, get, it's go more with interesting. It. Yeah. Yeah. So um, tell us about the, sort of the different pictures that you drew. Then, were there are there some that you can describe for our listeners who are tuning in on the radio? Well, it's um, as I see this. Um, there's the pictures describe different points of view of the different characters that. Uh, are, appear right it's a very simple uh, setup as i said it's not so much a story as maybe a poem or something more abstract so it's more like connection of ideas and impressions but i would like to say that it's not so important the pictures the pictures themselves are not so important i think what is uh what i want to tell with this uh, project is uh, to switch the highlight from uh, the artwork and the artist to the relationship between the audience and the artist and the audience and the artwork because that's actually when art happens. Yeah. If we if we just leave our if I left my drawings in a in a drawing or whatever in in at home, nobody sees them. I've done nothing, right? So I kind of like wanted to highlight this importance of the people that are reading in any sense of reading or watching uh, in the creation of meaning. Because the artist can have many intentions. I mean, you, you can you can do things, you can say things, but actually, like when it's gonna make sense is when someone hears it, when someone feels something um, related to that, right? Reacts in some sort of way, and and that's that's when the art is created. Absolutely. So it's a bit like everyone is 
co-creator, even if we are not always aware of it. And that's absolutely the beauty of sometimes when you go into art and your own representation of it is what you take away from, from the art um, also. Perhaps let's talk a little bit more about it's a participatory art form. So you're going to get the, the audience uh, to, to join in. How are you going to encourage them? Because sometimes they'll come and they'll just sort of maybe be a bit shy. You know, they don't know what to do um, as the artist. What are you going to sort of tell them and, and encourage them to, to share their own story? Well, it is an experiment and it is a relationship, right? So sometimes people don't do what you expect them to do. That's how things work, right? Um, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, there are many ways of participating. It's not intimidating and it's not mandatory, yeah. right? So um, when people come into the exhibition, they will be invited to move the panels, to combine the panels, to play and create mm, little stories or meaning in one way or another, associations between the different panels and, and just have fun. But they can also choose to look at what others are doing if they don't want to, if they feel, I don't know, whatever, uh, we're all different. So, so it's fine, like if you just look what others are doing, or maybe it's gonna be half-half, uh, right? Maybe a little bit of watching, which is great, because we get inspired see what other people are we, doing. when we see. Well, I think the, the, what I want to show with this is all the options, like the infinite the possibilities that can arise when we have different people involved. Because yeah. um, it's all a matter of perspective, right? Well, that's the, the, that's the title of your um, exhibition. I, I know you don't want to call it an exhibition, uh, of your game or your experiment, if, if you like. Um, what does it mean uh, to you, the infinite uh, story? What, what, how, how did you come up with that well, title? Now, now, if you ask that, I'm, I'm going to uh, get a little bit philosophical here. But what my point is that um, my understanding of any sort of story, it doesn't matter if it's fiction or truth, is it's always one version of a story, right? And how many versions can it be? Well, probably infinite, right? And we know, I mean, you're a journalist, uh, and my background is also journalist. Um, so um, my approach to truth is a little bit of uh, an addition of perspectives, right? The more perspectives and the more versions of the story we add, the closer we get to the truth. It's a little bit like the, this Hindu parable of the three blind people that encounter an elephant. You know it? No. So there are these three blind people that encounter an elephant. And then one of them grabs a tail and thinks it's a snake. Yes. Another one grabs the, the leg and thinks it's a tree. And the other one grabs the ear and thinks it's a bird. It's this idea that all of them individually, they cannot figure out that it's an elephant. They have to combine the versions of what it is in order to get closer to, to the truth, to the fact that they have encountered an elephant. So a little bit, that's the idea behind, just to appreciate and understand that uh, we need to see and listen to the different perspectives and, uh, and also be very aware that when a story is in front of us, it has been crafted in one way or another. 
Yeah, and depending on people's circumstances and their own experiences and what they've gone through in life, their versions and their stories will be very different. Even if it's the the same 24 panels that you've created, the order that they create will be very different to maybe Mm -hmm. the person next to them. Exactly, and that's the true value of meaning, right? Like how it can be diverse. And that's why I don't want to tell people what my drawings mean to me. What I want to point out is... That's not that's not important. Maybe let's see what it can mean to many other people. Yeah. Well, you're not going to like my next question. My last question then, <laughs> Violetta. I was going to say, what do you hope to achieve with, with your art then? What, I mean, as an artist uh, or as a creator, I mean, what do you want people to sort of go away feeling um, from your experiment and, and, and from your game, if you like? Um, I think it's not... Whatever I don't leave feel. it. That's not the way I leave it. Um... Uh, how I see is um, how I see it is that when I when I do the things I do uh, related to art, what I'm doing is exploring uh, exploring different languages to communicate ideas that are maybe not so easy to communicate in using other kinds of languages like words or more conventional formats. Um, and then I just share what I have found, or. Not that I have found like in a conclusion, but I just share, look, I I just thought about this and then I share it. That's it. And then it will maybe be interesting to some people, maybe be not interesting at all for for others, but that's, that's fine. So I don't know. I think if we stick to the exhibition, I, what I want is people to relax and have fun enjoy themselves and enjoy yeah. and i don't know just find some fun in what i've uh, displayed because that's that's it that i would be really fun if nobody had fun I'm i sure hope that's will. not gonna be the case. i'm sure they will have fun <laughs> um violetta how long did it take you to create uh, the, the different panels and did you sort of have to edit any or were those 24 sort of the ones that you created and that was that was pretty much it well, the thing is that because I was, was first once I, uh, well, no, I did many sketches and I had a lot of uh, um, preliminary ideas. But once I went for the final ones, then yeah. these were the final ones. Yeah. Um, uh, because I didn't need to choose, right? That's, if I had put together a graphic story, I would have had to choose. To choose. But I, was just, I just went with all the options instead of cutting it down. Yeah, I'm sure our listeners are sort of really curious. Well, you have a chance to create your own infinite story, which is an endless exhibition by uh, Violetta Camarasi. And it opens on the 15th uh, of May uh, from 3 till 6 p.m. And it runs uh, all the way to the 16th from 2 to 7 p.m. at Senseless Art Studio, which is on the 8th floor, 400 Portland Street at Prince Edward. And if you're going there by MTR, I happen to know it's Exit D on the MTR and if you need to take the lift it's exit E I happen to know Prince Edward quite well it's a, a great space there um, Violetta ha- have you got a website are you on social media how can people find out more about you and your work well um, go to the exhibition and ask you directly exactly please come <laughs> and talk to me face to face I'm a bit sick of social media these days um, no uh, and if people want to get in touch uh, or register for coming to the exhibition that would be nice you don't need to but um, the contact uh, email is rachel at senselessart.net n-e-t 
Excellent. Well, looking forward to seeing you in the exhibition, and I look forward to seeing it. And thank you so much for your time this thank afternoon. Thank you, Noreen. Can I just say, there's oh, yes. also a Facebook event. Oh, so yes. if, you, if you search for the Infinite Story on the search box on Facebook, you'll probably find that. Excellent. And we'll post a link on this Facebook Live video so people can revisit it. Best of luck for your exhibition, for the experimental play. I'm sure it's something that people have been uh, waiting for. It's just sort of that connection, you know, sometimes going to an art exhibition, it's, um, you know, it's perhaps more one dimensional. But something like this, you're able to interact with the artist and with the artwork itself. Thank you so much for your time, Violetta. Thank you, Noreen. Thank you very much for having me.